Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another amazing mini episode of For the Love of Money episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. And today, we're going to talk about words that cripple success. But before we do, I want to give you an opportunity for massive success. And that is, if you are an entrepreneur, if you have a traditional business, meaning a retail storefront or an online business, and you are in the multiple six-figure range looking to learn how to get to seven figures in 2018, then you are quite possibly a great fit for my business mastermind that I have put together. The For the Love of Money mastermind is literally 20 of the most elite people that have done a great job up to now getting into the multiple six figures, but damn it, once and for all, decide that 2018 is a the year they learn how to get past that seven-figure mark that they have been trying to get to. That is exactly what we are going to teach you and facilitate through an amazing tribe of both our friends and soon new to be your friends all through 2018. So if you're curious, if this sounds like something that you might be interested in, and again, you're an entrepreneur with a traditional business, then go to fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. All of the info is there, including the little application you have to fill out if you want to jump on the phone and see if it's a good fit for you. Again, that is fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. And you can fill out the quick application, have all your questions answered there. You and I will jump on the phone if you think it's a great fit. And we will see if you are meant for this seven-figure tribe in 2018. So speaking of success in 2018, I wanted to go through and talk about words that literally cripple your success. And the problem is we all use these words and we don't even realize and we don't even intend to use them. The problem is we have to live with the results that they are causing for us. So as we head into 2018, you know, we're talking about all these changes that we're going to make, the big goals that we have, the things that we want to improve or accomplish this year. And I love the energy of it all. I love the buzz that comes with it all. But one of the areas that we forget to change when we're committing to all this change is in the terminology that we use, the semantics that we use. You know, most people don't even think of it, but the terminology that you use can cripple your business. It can cripple your finances. It can cripple your money mindset, not to mention relationships and everything else. So for 2018, or quite honestly, whenever you are listening to this episode heading into the next 12 months of your life, I wanted to remind you of some words to kick out of your vocabulary once and for all. And if you do, I can almost guarantee an instant uptick in success and wealth for you. So let's go through some of these words, words that you need to absolutely kick out once and for all. The first word is try. So let's start with this very obvious one, try. You know the phrase, do or do not, there is no try, right? It's that famous Yoda quote. Well, you will either do something or you won't. And you can either do something or you can't. The word try immediately causes you to lose credibility with the person that you are talking with. 
they automatically know that when you're creating or when you're saying trying, you're, you're creating an out for yourself. You're building in an excuse before you even get started. Try is the number one cause of failing. You either are going to do or do not. The choice is always yours. The next word that you got to kick out of your your vocabulary is maybe. This is right up there with try, except that it's usually something we say when we have no intention of actually following through to begin with. That's why it's such an ugly word. But we're not strong enough a lot of times to admit that we don't intend on following through. And that's why maybe gets you in trouble. Maybe causes you to feel overwhelmed because you kind of committed and you kind of didn't. So now you feel crappy about committing, but your heart tells you you're really not going to do it. That's a horrible feeling. So instead of maybe, try holding yourself to a yes or no standard this year. Try holding yourself to a yes or no standard this year. You know, one of the best lines that we've ever heard was when Marie Forleo said, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. I mean, that can literally be the litmus test that you put everything up against going forward. If it's not a hell yes this year, it's a hell no. I can't tell you how much freedom and efficiency and time and and everything that we've gotten by adopting that line for ourselves. The next word is soon. Soon is a dangerous word because it allows you to keep putting things on the back burner. It buys you time and unfortunately keeps pushing your real dreams or your real happiness off, you know, kind of kicking it down the road even further. For almost a year, I kept saying this very podcast that you're listening to right now was coming out soon. Matter of fact, my wife's favorite joke in 2016 and even the beginning part of 2017 was, hey, Chris, remember when you spent $18,000 on a domain name? Yeah, how's that going? She meant it in jest, but she was always reminding me that uh, of the investment that I made and, and quite frankly, my calling. And it was just sitting there on ice while I bought into the excuse that I was too busy to get around to it. Saying soon is actually a wake-up call when you hear yourself saying it, that you've committed to too many things and saying soon is a sure sign that you need to sit down and make a list of what's serving you and what's not. Let's try to cut out the things that aren't serving us in this next year so that we don't have to say soon anymore. The next word you got to give the boot to is the word possibly. Possibly is a selfish word. And I know that most of you actually aren't selfish people at all or you wouldn't be listening to a podcast about creating and then giving. Possibly really means, uh, if I feel like it, then I'll do it. You'll see. It's in the same category as maybe. If it's convenient for you, then you'll possibly do it. The problem with possibly is that it doesn't commit you to anything. And while that might feel good in the moment at first, never committing to the, thing, to the things that you want just causes you more stress and unhappiness want to come to this event that could change your life next month? Eh, possibly. Hey, want to come to lunch with me and meet this person who might be able to help your business grow? Mm, Possibly. A lot of times when you find yourself saying possibly, it's a good indicator that you're scared of something, scared to commit, scared of having to follow through, scared that there might be either failure 
or there might be success on the other end if you have actually said yes. Possibly either shows people that your calendar is a mess and you don't know if you can commit to it, or it shows people that you're not fully bought in. And people don't want to partner with others, possibly. All right, the next word is if. If is a dirty word because it usually indicates that we're putting a condition on following through. For example, I'll do that for you if you do this for me. Or, yeah, I can make it if this other possibly better opportunity doesn't come up first. Or, I'll give you X number of dollars to this charity if I make Y dollars first. Nobody wants to be on the other side of your if. If is the fastest way to start alienating your tribe. And before you know it, you wake up with nobody in your corner. So for this next year, let's do our best to kick the word if out of bed. The next word is because. Because is a justifier. It's typically used when we're making some kind of excuse. You know, I can't start that e-course because I'm already so busy. Oh, I can't make those calls because I'm already doing this. Oh, you know, I can't have this side hustle because, you know, I already worked this many hours. Yes or no are complete sentences. Let me repeat that. Yes or no are complete sentences. If you ramble on, it's because you're trying to sell somebody, usually yourself, by the way, on your answer. Be firm and confident in your posture and you won't have to justify anything. And you won't have to use the word because anymore. It's either yes, I'm able to do it or no, I'm not able to do it. You don't have to say because and ramble on after that. The next word is want. And this is one that we really got to kick out of bed this year. Want indicates lack. You are lacking something, therefore you want it. For as long as want is in your vocabulary, if you believe at all in the law of attraction, then you'll surely never get that thing that you actually desire. Even if you don't believe in the law of attraction, want still means that you have a gap between what you have and what you desire. Ever hear one of those little kids running around saying, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. It's not an attractive word. People only desire partnering with other people that already know what they're getting. People only want to partner with people that know where they're going. People just want to partner with you when you are certain or you have certainty. To know what you have coming and to want something are two very different things. To know what is on its way is to be sure, to be confident that you're making it happen. To want is like saying, boy, I'd love to have this, but I don't know how to absolutely make it appear, so I want it. The problem is things only appear once you truly know how to make them certain. Let me repeat that. The problem is things only appear, right? You only get what you truly desire once you know how to make them certain. And if you're saying right now, well, Chris, sometimes you can really want something and not know how to get it. You know, Chris, I really do want this thing, but I truly don't know how to make it happen yet. Then all you're doing is confirming my point. You are currently in a bad position with that accomplishment that you desire. And you need to 
put yourself into a good position around it, meaning you need to go out and create a sure-footed plan. You've sought out all the info on how to make it happen. You've taken massive action, and therefore, you know with certainty that it is on its way. So, of all the words that you could possibly commit to kicking out for this next year, want absolutely has to be one of the top ones. And last but not least, maybe even most importantly, the word that you need to kick out this next year is lucky. I don't believe in luck. I believe in good fortune. There's a big difference. Luck indicates that results are out of your hands or that you had nothing to do with it. And so you're basically giving up your power. You're putting yourself into a, a powerless position when you start saying that you are lucky or unlucky or that you have or don't have luck or that somebody else has been lucky. I can prove it. Let's start with like a really easy example. Let's say you went a free vacation to the Bahamas, but you have no vacation time left to use at work. You'd call that bad luck, except it's not luck at all. You're the one that used up all your vacation. You're the one that didn't save any vacation or create a life with all the vacation time that you want. Here's another example. Say your neighbor is in a total jam, needs cash right away. And so they need to immediately sell their $200,000 home for half price. And they tell you first, if your finances are in a mess, what do you say? Oh, just my luck. I could have bought this home for half price, but I can't afford it right now right? You'd call that bad luck. But had you taken care of your finances up to that point, had you created more abundance up to that point, or even if you were in a position to get a loan for it, then you'd be getting a half-priced home and instead you'd be saying, wow, did I luck out. The same goes for business opportunities. Someone tells you that you can have 10% of their amazing new company that is gonna kick off cash left and right for just a $100,000 investment. Well, if you have the $100,000, you'd say, wow, did I get lucky. I can't believe I got in on the ground floor of this company. And if you don't have the money, what would you say? Oh, once again, a great opportunity comes along and I can't even take advantage of it. Because you see, that's all that luck is. It's when these opportunities come up and they either align or don't align with the way you've prepared yourself up to that point. The good fortune is in the opportunity coming up itself. The ability to take advantage of that good fortune depends on how well you've positioned yourself up to that point. Luck is simply when opportunity meets preparation. You've probably heard that phrase a lot before. Luck is when opportunity meets preparation. Being fortunate is not being lucky. Being fortunate means you're stopping to take inventory. You're being grateful for what you've been able to do, have, or be blessed with. So listen, whether it is the term luck or lucky, or want, or because, or if, or possibly, or soon, or maybe, or try, no matter what your word has been, that's been crippling you, that's been holding you back, that's been keeping you from the abundance and the success and the happiness that you want, let's commit to absolutely abolishing those words for this next year. 
I mean, literally take that word, write it down, cross it off, tag me in it on Instagram. I'm Chris W. Harder. I would love to see what words you guys are committing to kicking out of bed this next year so that your success, your abundance, your wealth, and everything that you truly want will come that much further. And when you do, you know what happens. When good people make good money, they do great things. Good luck this year. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.